Good morning. Hello, hello, hello. And how are we all today? Well, I am feeling a lot, lot better. Um, My house is nowhere near as peaceful as it was because my children are back. So they are running riot. Um, They've got just today left at school and then they break up. And I know a lot of you have already broken up, but but um, they have just one left day left now. I have a question from Leo and Leo said that he really, really enjoyed, excuse me, really, really, really enjoyed the, um, the story about the horrible chocolate. And was there going to be a sequel to it? Well, Leo, unfortunately, I've had a look and there isn't actually a sequel to the book. There wasn't, um... like another book about the same thing however um, there are a couple of books written by the same person so I do think I'm going to have a look at them and see if they're suitable and if they are suitable perhaps we'll read those after Christmas what do you think Um, or maybe I could write to the author and ask him nicely can you write me another book please (laughs) oh who knows um so um i think um it is zoe's party i think she's having a party tomorrow not been invited myself you know but (laughs) um i hope you have a lovely time tomorrow zoe and all your guests um now let us have a look the Riddle from yesterday. Ooh. Um, it was kind of in between a, a joke and a riddle, but but it was still a riddle. So it was what is a bee's blood type? Ooh, 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 did any of you get it? You did indeed. Millie you got the answer correct um, and you were the first one to message me so well done to you um you guessed be positive and that was the right answer well done um so yeah a little bit like a joke um but riddles are kind of like jokes aren't they so today's riddle is How many letters are in the alphabet? Ooh, it's a tricky one. Not an easy one like you would think. So, count those letters. (laughs) How many letters are in the alphabet? Well, come on now. Answers, please. So, what about a fun fact? Okie dokie then. A fun fact. Did you know that there are lizards? Okay. 
not only lizards, but this particular lizard is is one of the animals that does this. And they lick their own eyeballs. Can you imagine having a tongue long enough to lick your own eyeball? Would you want to, though? No. But this gecko lizard lives in a desert which is the driest place one of the driest places on earth and what it does is it waits on a sand dune it sits and waits for the early morning fog because it's there's no rain um to condense as moisture on its massive eyes and then it licks them off licks the the um the moisture off so it means that it gets moisture inside so has a little bit of a drink i suppose and it also moistens its eyeballs how weird is that fancy licking your own eyeballs ooh but I don't know whether anybody else or any anything else does that, but that gecko does it. So now, what day is it today? Mm, let us see. So it is National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day. Yes. So the ugliest sweater that you've got, the Christmassy one. The one that grandma made you or you bought for a joke. Those are the Christmas sweaters that you have to wear today. Okay. Um, the uglier, the better. It's also stupid toy day. I'm not quite sure what stupid toy day is. Um, and have you got any stupid toys? Hope not. Hope all your toys have been nice toys. It's also National Underdog Day. So, um, who knows what an underdog is? Um, an underdog is somebody that is probably going to lose something. Um, so, if there's two people playing a game, it's probably going to be the person that loses. However, it's usually the nicest person. So, you always root for the underdog to win. Because that's just the nicest, um, you know, they are the nicest ones and the ones that deserve to win. <laughs> and my favourite part of today is National Chocolate Covered Anything Day. So you can eat absolutely anything as long as it's covered in chocolate. I mean, come on. This is my day, isn't it? You can just eat anything and it's, oh my goodness, covered chocolate. Oh, yes. But um, you can also make chocolate covered strawberries, which look like reindeers. All you need is to chop the tops off your... Um, your strawberries and put a, a stick inside like a little skewer inside melt some chocolate 
and roll your strawberry into the um, chocolate. Put it on a plate to dry. Okay. And then get some um, little uh, eyes that you can um, you can have edible eyes. Uh, put those on. And some red icing for the nose. Little tiny balls of red icing. And some tiny pretzels for the um for the antlers couldn't think what they were called for the antlers um and then they look like chocolate reindeers but they've got strawberries inside oh my gosh i love chocolate covered strawberries so there you go that is how you make chocolate covered strawberry reindeers <sighs> yummy yum now, today is also an important day in South Africa. Now, um, I'm not quite sure whether any of you know um, that South Africa is a very important um, place um, in our house. Uh, it's a very important country in our house. So um, it is uh, something called Day of the Vow um, in South Africa today. OK, um, but it's not called Day of the Vow anymore because in 1995 it was renamed Day of uh, Reconciliation. OK, and um, it's a public holiday. It was recognised in 1995 um, as a public holiday for the first time in um, as the day of reconciliation um i won't go into the whole history of it um, some of it's not very nice but it is an important day in uh south africa's history um and we celebrate south africa in our house we like um celebrating all the different things uh we learn a lot we've learned a lot in the last few years about south africa um, thanks to a very, very, very good friend. Um, well, quite a few friends now, um, because not only do we have the one very, very, very good friend, but we also have lots and lots of other friends that are South African as well now. So um, there you go. Happy Day of Reconciliation um, to all my South African friends. Um, so let us see what, um, what book we were going to read. I thought we might just read. Do you remember Mr. Pinkwhistle? I thought we would read Mr. Pinkwhistle's Party. <coughs> and chapter one. <coughs> I do apologise. Chapter one is actually called Mr. Pinkwhistle's Party. So here goes. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> right. There we go. Mr. Pinkwhistle's Party. You remember Mr. Pinkwhistle, don't you? The little man with pointed ears who 
goes about the world putting wrong things right. He's half a brownie and can make himself invisible if he wants to. Mr Pinkwhistle often passed a little house called Merry Chimneys. He liked that name. Oh, and he liked the little girl who lived there. She always seemed to be swinging on her garden gate when he passed. She smiled at him and waved cheerily. One day he stopped and spoke to her. What's your name? It ought to be Smiley because you're always smiling. The little girl laughed. <laughs> well, my name is almost as good as that, she said. It's Merry. Ah, Merry by name and Merry by nature, said Mr Pinkwhistle. Very nice. But do tell me, why are you so often out here swinging on your gate? Oh, don't you know, said the little girl. It's because there's a please cross here sign. Mr Pinkwhistle looked surprised. He had certainly seen the please cross here sign and had noticed the thick white lines painted across the road just opposite the little girl's house. But what had that got to do with swinging on a gate? You look puzzled, said Mary. I'll explain. Well, my mother says everyone ought to do something to help other people. And if we can't see something, we've got to look for it. Mother said I'd got something right at the front gate, helping people over the busy crossing. Cars are supposed to stop, but they don't always. Well, show me what you do, said Mr Pinkwhistle. Well, look, there's a toddler's home three doors away, said Mary, and I'm waiting for the nurses to come out with their children so that I can help them across the road. They have to wheel prams with four or five babies in them, so they can't very well look after the children who are walking too. Here they come. Now watch. Mary skipped down from the gate and went to meet two nurses and a crowd of tiny children walking hand in hand in twos. They were chattering like little sparrows. The nurses had an enormous pram each with children in them. What a weight to push along. Hello, Mary. There's Mary. Mary, take my hand, called the tiny children. The nurses nodded and smiled at the little girl and went across the crossing with their prams. Mary carefully took every small child across herself, even holding up her hand to stop a car that was coming along. When they had all gone over safely, she skipped back to Mr Pinkwhistle. There you are, she said. It's only a very little job, but it's a help, isn't it? It certainly is, said Mr Pinkwhistle. You did that well. Are you going in now you've done your job? I've just got to wait for old Mr Lame and poor Mrs Limp, said Mary. They come along about this time and somebody just has to help them across. They go so slowly, you see, and they're frightened of the cars. Here's Mr Lame. Pinkwhistle watched Mary guide the lame old fellow across the road. She chattered away to him, keeping a sharp eye out all the time for traffic. As soon as she got back to Pinkwhistle, along came Mrs Limp. One of her legs was much shorter than the other and she really couldn't hurry. Mary took the limping woman safely across and carried her basket. Then she ran back again. Now I'm going in, she said. I always know the time to come and swing on my gate and wait for all these people. Sometimes I... 
come out just in case there might be somebody else afraid to cross when I have a minute to spare. I suppose you wouldn't like me to help you across, would you? Oh, I don't have to cross just here, said Pinkwhistle, but thank you all the same. I'm glad to know you, Mary. There aren't many people like you in the world. The next time Mr Pinkwhistle passed by Mary's house, she waved to him again. Mr Pinkwhistle, she called, aren't I lucky? I'm going to a big party tomorrow and I've got a new blue dress and blue shoes to match. <clears throat> How lovely, said Pinkwhistle. Well, you deserve a party, Mary. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's going to be an enormous cake with candles, said Mary. And a Punch and Judy show. Fancy that. And each child is to have two balloons and a present. Aren't I lucky? I'll come by tomorrow morning at this time and you can show me your blue shoes, said Mr Pinkwhistle. You get them out ready for me to see. But when he came the next day, there was no Mary swinging on the gate. He couldn't see her at all, not even at one of the windows. What could have happened? Perhaps she's gone shopping, thought Pinkwhistle, and he waited for a few minutes for her to come back. But she didn't. So Pinkwhistle walked up to the front door and rang the bell. A maid answered the door and Pinkwhistle asked for Mary. She's out in the back garden, sir, said the little maid. Would you like to go and find her? So out into the garden went Pinkwhistle and looked all around. There was a big lawn first and then an orchard, and then a kitchen garden. But he couldn't see Mary anywhere. He walked down, puzzled. No one was on the lawn. No one was in the orchard. Was anyone in the kitchen garden? No, nope, there was nobody there either. There was a little garden shed nearby, and Mr Pinkwhistle thought he heard a noise coming from it. Just a little noise. He went up and peeped in. Yes, Mary was there. Oh, but what a different Mary. No smiles now. No merry laughter. She sat huddled up in a corner on an old sack, crying all by herself. What's the matter? said Pinkwhistle, walking in and sitting down beside her. Oh dear, you made me jump, said Mary wiping her eyes and giving him a very watery smile. Fancy you coming and finding me here. Why aren't you out swinging on your gate as usual? asked Pinkwhistle. I'm not allowed to for three whole weeks, said Mary dismally. You see, I had a little friend to tea yesterday and this morning her mother came to tell my mother that she's got measles. So I'm not allowed to swing on the front gate or talk to any other children for three weeks in case I get it too and give it to someone else. Oh, that's very bad luck, said Pinkwhistle. Very bad luck indeed. What about that party you were telling me of? Well, of course I can't possibly go to that, said Mary, beginning to cry again. I'm sorry I'm so silly about it, but I just can't help feeling awfully disappointed about my blue shoes and blue dress you know and not seeing the punch and judy show after all i haven't been naughty or anything have i it isn't my fault
it isn't and you don't deserve such a disappointment said pink whistle comfortingly but it just so happens that i'm giving a punch and judy party this afternoon and i'm going to have an enormous cake with candles on and there'll be balloons too so you'll be able to come to that mary looked at him in astonishment are you really giving a party like that she said but i still won't be able to come because i mustn't mix with other people oh that's all right said pink whistle cheerfully my guests can't get measles so you can mix with them all you like shall we have the party down here in the orchard oh could we because i'm not allowed to go anywhere by bus or train said mary her eyes beginning to shine but why can't your guests get measles i thought anybody could get them oh not my guests said pink whistle getting up well put on your blue shoes and your blue dress this afternoon and be here at three o'clock don't forget he went off leaving the little girl in such a state of excitement that she danced round every tree in the orchard what a wonderful funny little man mr pink whistle is at three o'clock dressed in her blue shoes and blue frock with a blue ribbon in her hair mary ran down to the orchard good gracious me what had happened to it every tree was hung with streamers and shining ornaments great big toadstools had sprung up from the grass for tables and seats twelve had grown close together to make an extra big table for the guests to sit at the guests were coming from every direction but they weren't children oh no mr pinkwistle had chosen his other kind of friends the pixies and elves and brownies there they came trooping along all dressed in their best too mr pinkwistle was welcoming them all smiling even more broadly than usual he saw mary and went up to her you look lovely in your blue shoes and blue dress he said i'm so glad you could come to my party now let me tell you who's here this is tiptoe and this is jinky and this is silky oh this is jolly and this is hey ho oh dear me um i hope you'll remember all their names mary liked all the little people at once she played games with them ate the ice creams that kept appearing on the little mushroom tables and drank glasses of honey lemonade oh lovely the tea was simply glorious mary counted twelve different kinds of most extraordinary sandwiches and twelve different kinds of cakes there were wobbly jellies and fruit salads with ice cream on top and oh the cake the cake that stood in the middle of the big table it shone and glittered with a hundred coloured candles and it was decorated with silver and gold balls pink yellow and white icing and all kinds of sugared flowers that could be eaten 
See what's written on the top, Mary, said Pink Whistle. Mary looked and went red with pleasure. Welcome to Mary, was written in pink icing. Yes, it's your cake, said Pink Whistle, made especially for you. Now, what about cutting it? After tea, there was a Punch and Judy show. It was much better than any show Mary had ever seen, and she laughed so much that she got a stitch in her side. Everyone had two balloons. They won't burst, said Pink Whistle. They've got just a touch of magic in them. They'll last for years. It was the loveliest party Mary had ever been to. At the end, every guest had a present in a little shiny box. They all lined up and went to Pink Whistle one by one. Thank you, Mr Pink Whistle, each little guest said. Thank you for having me to your lovely party. Goodbye. Mary said the same, and she gave the kind little man a sudden hug. You planned your party for me. I know you did, she said. It's the nicest one I've ever been to. I love you, Mr Pink Whistle. You go around the world putting things right, and that's what I'm going to do too. You do it already. That's why I gave this party for you, said Pink Whistle. Well, goodbye, and I hope you'll like your present. I'll look out for you on the gate in three weeks' time. Mary opened her parcel when she got indoors. You will never guess what was inside. Very neatly folded, wrapped carefully in tissue paper, was a pair of silvery wings. There was a little note tied to them. These can be fitted on your shoulders and used on every full moon night. Please put away carefully when not in use. What a present, said Mary softly in the greatest delight. Wings, wings of my own. She shook them out gently and looked at the calendar on the wall. Oh, Dear, it won't be full moon night for ten days. How can I possibly wait? She'll have to wait, of course. But won't she be pleased to go flying in the garden when the moon is big and round and shiny? Dear old Pink Whistle. He does know how to make people happy, doesn't he? Oh, bless. That was very, very nice of him, wasn't it? absolutely very nice <laughs> so you all know you've got to be kind you've got to be good um and maybe mr pink whistle will visit you if something drastic goes wrong um so that is today's story um and and i hope you enjoyed it i did I love Mr Pink Whistle. So, don't forget the riddle. How many letters are in the alphabet? Ooh, um, so, and also don't forget, it is National Chocolate Covered Anything Day. Got to be the best day ever. Just dip anything in chocolate and you can eat it. Yes. So, 
have a great day uh for those of you that have already broken up um then have a lovely day doing whatever you're doing for those of you that are breaking up today have a wonderful day um and make sure that oh you just make sure you give your teachers a prezi <laughs> and because they have to put up with teaching you all year um and those that don't break up until next week oh you'll get there don't worry <laughs> anyway i will see you all again tomorrow so make sure that whatever you're doing take care and stay safe while you're doing it and i'll see you again tomorrow bye for now